Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Lights. Camera. Action. It's the KSL Movie Show. Yeah, I'm putting together a show, and I need a star. You want people to laugh at me? Well, they're laughing anyway, kids, so might as well get paid. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales, the week's big movie review, movie news, trivia, games, and prizes, all on the KSL Movie Show. Here's Doug Wright. Strength, fearless, climbing, speed, boomerang, smoldering intensity. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Ladies and gentlemen, the movie show is coming to you live and direct from the Utah State Capitol. We are in the Capitol board room, and that's not that B-O-R-E-D. B-O-R-E-D. No, that is not that. This is the board So I room. can't take a nap in here? This is where really important things happen, Steve, like the movie show. Oh. You know, back in the day, this was the Attorney General's office. Oh, really? Yeah, this this is where the Attorney General, you know, would hang yeah, out. You, put, you could play basketball in here. I know, the big conference room and... But it's barely big enough to hold the bigness of the movie show. The bigness? <laughs> That's a technical term. Uh-huh. Okay. I, you know, I, I'll go along with you. It is, it, you brought me a Coke. That's why. Yeah, I, well, you know, he whined so much last week. You know he, what I almost brought today? I almost went by that bakery. Credibility? Been, <laughs> you really want to wind me up in the Capitol? There's highway patrol downstairs that are just dying to arrest you for anything. Well, they're they're not going to because the state treasurer's laughing too. Disturbing so. the peace is high on their. They're list. not. We're not laughing at you, Steve. We're no, laughing no, no, with get, you. I get it. But I was gonna. I actually had a dream about those uh, Greek pastries we had last week. Do you know what he normally dreams about? Here, uh, you no, need to turn don't up. Do this. Marlo Oaks is our state treasurer. It was morning. a comedy routine. He usually dreams about throwing me out of a pane glass window. <laughs> No, through one, not through one. Not <laughs> so we have to go through the glass. You don't even open the window. I thought it was funny, but apparently he didn't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, those little Greek pastries that we had last week. Yeah, they were great. <gasps> Ooh, I almost. <laughs> we had these, like you know, we, we're always wine for donuts, and we often get them. But <laughs> sometimes it's from state legislators. Believe it or not, <laughs> they're just so tired of hearing this wine. Do they have to write that down somewhere? Like, I guess. Like, we yeah, bribe the movie. Show. Bribe the movie show. You know, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> But we got these. They're, they're like the best donut holes you have ever had in your life. Wow. And they're from an exotic place out by Trader Joe's in, in uh, Midvale. Yeah. Yeah. It starts with an L. I can't remember. Like Lucas or something. something like that. All right. Let's do the movie show preview. Since it is sponsored and we do need to properly acknowledge our friends at Call Climate Services who actually do 
they not only sponsor our preview, but Steve, sir, the movie show top ten. They sponsor later on in the program. Yeah, they put that on their billboard. Yeah, well, they ought to. All right, here we go. The movie show preview. The audiences coming up on today's movie show, the big movie review. Big movie, Morbius. I bought me a ticket and went and seen that movie last night. You paid night. to see this? I paid to oh, see that. Dear. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, we'll be talking about You Won't Be Alone, a little kind of strange movie about trying to film a movie during COVID in the bubble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, better, bubble burst, I'm afraid. Better Nate Than Never. That's a cute movie. Apollo 10 and a half. You know, I sat down to watch that, and I kind of went, what is this? What? And all of a sudden, I was sucked in up to my eyeballs on this thing. If you live through that oh, era, you are going to go nuts. You know what? The one thing that really cracked me up, and we'll talk about this more later, <laughs> my mom used to do this. You know, she was a single mom school teacher, but she would make all my school sandwiches for the week, tuna fish, whatever, and freeze them. Like this family did? Uh, just like this family did. And I'm laughing because they were terrible. And then when you bring them out, yeah, this is nasty. You know, especially if it has tuna fish in it, so as it's thawing. Mother of the year. It just, well, everybody <laughs> was the mother of the year back then. I mean, this was, I mean, well, you know, except maybe at the Oaks family. Well, yeah. He's special. But as, as it would thaw when I'd go off to Forest Elementary School, <laughs> it would sit there on the shelf. It's a little thing about tuna fish, you know, kind of thawing anyway. And, uh, you so know, this, that really struck home. Oh, for the, you. Stuff, the stuff we used to take to school. And it would sit there for three hours thawing, and you oh, kind of go. No. And by the time I got that sandwich, it was a soggy something or another. That's, so, that's anyway, that's another little. Uh, I love that movie. Oh, I did too. Everything. I mean, playing ball. I mean, all of the. It's games. all set in 1969. Yep. You're, if you live through that area, you're going to love this. Yeah, movie. anticipating the ramp up. Oh, to the big moon flood, of course. Uh, let's see. The Nameless Days, shot. In and around the Eureka area. You but could have fooled me, though. You, you, do, I not, no idea. you do not see Eureka. However, no. those foundations, and I'm not really sure whether they use the Chief Consolidated Number 2 mill or the old Jesse Knight Tindix Smelter mill, or whether or not they shot some of it over at the old Herald mill from the Tindix Standard. But those old cement foundations are there. It was, oh, no, yeah. That was pretty creepy. They are there. Uh, the Contractor. Oh, this is the best movie of the week. Really? Next to the uh, Apollo 10 and a half. Yeah. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Ben Captain? Foster. Remember the two Texas brothers that were. No, that's another no, that's not. That's one of the many Chris's. Hell or High Water. Yeah. The two brothers that yeah. were robbing all the banks. Yeah. Chris Pine, Ben Foster. They're in this movie. Back together again? Or yeah, just well, in the no, same movie? No, this is a different, different movie, but it's brilliant, and no okay. one has ever heard of it. <laughs> okay. Including you, apparently. Well, I haven't heard of it either, but you shall today because it will be featured on the movie show. Indeed. Listen to by, what, tens of tens? Buckets of people. Three or four listeners every week here on the movie show. Slow Horses also coming up, and that's not a description of the movie show. No, but this is Gary Oldman leading a group of misfits from the MI5. It's a limited okay. series. All right. And Jeff Whipple will be joining us. We'll be talking about things that are going on. We want to get an update on the Ukraine effort. We want to get an update because he's got special prizes for the movie show for telephone torture. And, you know, it's a big weekend for movies, Morbius. So we'll see what's going on at Megaplex Theaters. Candace Madsen will be joining us. Candace, uh, his, I, I love working with Candace. 
She's worked on the uh, radio dramas that we've done over the last several oh. years, and she worked on the celebration of uh, KSL's 100th anniversary, radio anniversary, back in 1922 on May 6th, KSL went on the air. She interviewed a lot of people and a lot of great old sounds. You she, were there. I, yeah, and I was there. I, she, We chatted we, You weren't a bit. really there. Not for the... I was there to work on her documentary. Oh, oh yeah. I, I Actually, I did no work You missed at it all. by a couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's listen to this. <laughs> yeah, right next to President Heber J. Grant and, you know, George Albert Smith. What was it, KZL? And KZN, KZN. KZN. Oh, Zion, that's the right. mayor of Salt Lake City, Clarence Nelson, I was think was Was on top of the building name. or something? It was on top of the Deseret News building, and everybody used to call it a tar paper shack, but they've kind of dressed that up a little bit to a... A little tiny building. Have we recreated that in some way? Are we going to do that? Should we? No. Okay. Never mind. Uh huh. So anyway, we'll talk about that, and it uh, will air tomorrow, right after uh, LDS General Conference on KSL Radio and Television. So that's coming up. We've got the uh, movie show top ten, as I've mentioned. We've got telephone torture. We've got fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. All here. On the movie show at KSL News Radio. Let's take a brief break, and we'll come right back. Broadcasting today. Before the governor finds out, because after that, you know, after Spencer finds out, we might just be out the door. Maybe you'll bring us a new picture from high school. Oh, we had the funniest <laughs> thing. I, I have to tell our, our treasurer about it. We heard that back in the high school days at, what was it, South, South, uh, North Sham, Sam Pete. Anyway, one of the San Pete. One of those chicken coop high schools. No, oh, <laughs> Ooh, see what happens. <laughs> you know, when we turn Steve just loose. just to poke the bear. Has he had sensitivity training? No, no. He has yet to slap I anybody, I do love chickens, though. though. I do love chickens. That's what, yeah, that's what we've heard. Fried, usually. So anyway, <laughs> we, we, a friend of his, an alleged friend of his, sent us a little video of his campaign commercial for his run for the president of uh, North St. Pete High School. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's the actual name. Sorry. Thank you. Okay, now we'll get thrown out of the Capitol for sure. It's 922 here at KSL. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. The Movie Show. You don't want to be in the way when my laser goes off. Hey, a laser? How come you don't have a laser, Woody? It's not a laser. It's a, it's a little light bulb that blinks. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Stephen. Sir. I want to save the big movie review here because we're going to spend a little time on Morbius. But is there a little film that we could uh, talk to just kind of quickly here before we uh, hit the bottom of the hour news? Sure. Let's see. Uh, how about, um, well, The Nameless Days, to be honest. Nameless Days. Yeah. Okay. This, uh, I think we have a little sound from this one. Stay away from the border for the time being. My girlfriend is still out there. Is she hurt? She has a baby in her belly. She's pregnant? There's a legend among the people near here. It's five days on the Aztec calendar that belong to no man. It is a time when dark spirits come back to her to steal babies. Oh, this five-day period that he's talking about, this goes back to the old Aztecs and everything else. Wow, Is that these, a real thing? Well, I don't know. But I'll tell you, these, these creepy, like, women who are seeking babies, and, you know, they're like uh, witches, whatever. They have yeah. big, long, you know, their fingers go into, like, hooks yeah, and talon. Yeah. just rip people apart, seeking 
babies. And so this uh, this group is coming across the border. There's not enough trouble at the border. Oh, I know. And this is supposed to be in Texas, of course. They come across the border, and this one woman is pregnant. Her water breaks. She's with her little brother. Of course, the coyotes are just, you know, it's, it's you know, fend, fend for yourself. Yeah. This guy has... Uh, a ranch, you know, a little place on on the border, and they're they're kind of on the path. They're on that main highway where people come through, so they're wary of things anyway. And so they they hide out. This uh, young boy who is shot, and you know his sister who is pregnant and giving birth. They're hiding out, and then this creepy thing is looking for them. And this one guy, the, a friend of the father of a, a young girl who is looking for better things, wants to go off to school, is hesitant because, you know, her dad is a single dad. And do you leave dear old dad? And so there's a lot of kind of family drama. He's borderline alcoholic, if not alcoholic, you yeah. know, just washing away his, his sorrows. But he deeply loves his daughter. But his daughter and some of her friends... And the friend of the father, who is a podcaster, who's in the conspiracies, all get sucked into what's unfolding. And they finally realize something legit's going on here. People are dying. You know, border guards are all over the place, and it's this creepy thing that is sicking out babies. Person. Yeah, and this was shot down around. You, you won't really recognize anything. You don't know Eureka Main Street or anything, but in that general Tindic area out there. So, you know, I, I actually kind of like the movie. I'm not big on horror movies, but it was, it, I thought that it had some real chills. I thought there was some pretty good, you know, acting in it. I have to admit, the production values are a little better than I thought they'd be, and the suspense was there. So if you're looking for a film to just, uh, you know, just to kind of get a chill and a spill, this is it. Yeah, and it's in theaters. It's in uh, Megaplex theaters. In Megaplex theaters, and it's called Nameless Days. The Nameless Days. And yeah. it's all about those five days when this creature is loosened on the world. Which seems odd, but okay. Seeks okay. out, ba- and it's you know kind of a full moon thing because you got to have a full moon. Yeah. All right. So it's Nameless Days. All right. Uh, Nine thirty here at KSL News Radio. Let's take a break for our news. We'll come back with more of the movie show. The Movie Show. Your little girlfriend gave me the stink eye in art class yesterday. Katrina's not my girlfriend, all right? And I doubt that she gave you the stink eye. That's just the way her face looks, you know? That's just her face. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The Movie Show is originating from the Utah State Capitol. We are in the uh, Capitol boardroom. All right, it is 941 here at KSL. And should we do the big movie of the week? You bet. All right, here we go. Morbius. And now, the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you exactly what they think of the biggest release of the week. Okay, let's get some sound from the movie Morbius. I have powers that can only be described as superhuman. But there's a cost. Now, I face a choice to hunt and consume blood or die. You will have monsters within us up to us to control it consume blood or die you know i have to admit at first i was kind of sucked into the story these two young boys that are in this special hospital and you know uh what's his name harris jared 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 harris uh, who's a great actor by the way richard harris's son and you know you go i I'm, i'm kind of into this story these two young boys they're picked on and they just form a bond and this one kid has has had several friends who have kind of come and gone, but he calls all of them Milo. Yeah. 
And, you know, so there's a sweetness to this. And I went, wow, okay, well, maybe, you know, the trailers did not do this justice. Oh, it did. <laughs> so anyway, one of them grows up to be a, a doctor. He's working on biochemist. He's working on rare blood diseases because that's what he's got. He wants to cure himself. Sure. And his friend Milo. And they've, they've remained, you know, really dear friends. Uh, his other friend has become a gazillionaire. You know, and but they're both going to die. I mean, they're looking really bad. You know, the dark rings around the eyes. I mean, they're, you know, they've they always can hardly walk. They can hardly walk, and they're just deteriorating. They're they're not going to last much longer. So, of course, uh, the biochemist, uh, Doctor Michael Morbius, yeah, <laughs> played by Jared Leto, is he's working on something, and he thinks he's got it. And one of his, you know, doctor friends, beautiful, you know, young woman is aware that he's doing some dubious things. He's kind of testing bats. And, well, the vampire bat is the one that lives exclusively on blood. And so you go, okay, well, where is this going? Well, you can pretty much imagine where it's going. And, Steve, I'm not kidding. It turns into a blood fest. You know, he can kind of control it, kind of can't. But, boy, if he gets hungry, there's no hope. I mean, you know, if you're standing next to him, you're done, You know, whether he loves you or not. And... Then his friend finds out that he's, you know, he sees him well, walking yeah. around. He's doing healthy. And you know, he's all steadily. And, and you're going to keep this from me? Well, he clandestinely. But then they they get into, they actually develop an artificial blood. Okay, that's fine. Good. Well, no, it's starting to wear out. You know, it starts at six hours and it's down to four hours. Pretty soon it's just not going to work at all. So you have to go back to the real thing. The good stuff, you say? Yeah, the good, <laughs> the good stuff, the vintage stuff. The bottom line is... Turns into a blood fest. And, Steve, I have openly admitted, and to all of the comic book, the Marvel, you know, folks out there the in just the the universe, forgive me, I am getting so overloaded. And every new, you know, superhero or whatever this guy is, sometimes he's a superhero, sometimes just a super vampire, and I, I'm just losing track of who's who. And... When the movie comes to an end, oh, believe me, there's much more to be revealed. And then all of a sudden, in the credits, there's another comeback. Maybe we can team up with somebody else. I won't even mention who. That is the loosiest, goosiest. It is the loosiest, goosiest thing I can imagine. I can't keep track of who these folks are, what their connections are, what are the camaraderies, what are the unions, who's against who. Who's been irritated by who? Who has been, you know, slapped in the face, as it were, in a previous movie? So, I I don't know. Morbius, I really liked the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. And then it just went totally off the rails for me. But, again, I openly admit, forgive me if you're in the nerdery, if you're among the geek squad on this stuff. I I get it. Some people are totally into this. But I'm just going, where? I'm lost. Well, I did talk to a young friend who uh, is a deep, deep, you know, Marvel person. They said, yeah, Morbius showed up in the 70s in the comic books. Great. For those eight people that know that, you're going to have a blast. You are. You are. But I liked it better when it was called Dracula and... (laughs) Or Nosferatu. He said, oh, I'm always, I'm all about saving lives. But when he gets to the cave and he he sets up that net and the guy, the pilot goes, we need to get out of here before it gets dark. And he's like, Oh, no, we got this. And then 
all the guys get killed. I know. And like, wait a minute, I thought you were about saving lives. And where he does his experimentation in international waters on oh, the yeah. ship, those guys did not fare yeah, well. They, you know, they were all just. Yeah. I, I just. But like, he's fe- he feels guilty about it. Yeah, he feels bad. Yeah, yeah. no, I get that. He's bummed out. He. <laughs> But, okay, the other thing is this is a Sony-Marvel hybrid, and they have not done those very well, and especially when this one has – you don't think it has any tie-in at all to maybe Spider-Man or whatever. Oh, but doesn't it? Yeah, but it's so flimsy. It's like – I know. No. So Ange was waiting after the movie to find out what we thought, and there were five or six people telling her, like, well, this is blah, 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 and I was just going to walk by. And she goes – Stops everybody. Steve, what'd you think? I went, blah. Blah. I don't know how you spell that, but that's what that movie was. You didn't was. put your hand out and go, listen to them. The, the children of the, of the night. night. No. What the music they make. I did not. You did not say that. I did want to say, as I got about 20 feet away, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, but um, but um. But I didn't. That's because you got the artificial blood and not the real stuff. Well, maybe, but it's just stupid. That's this it. is a dumb movie. See, that's why I went and bought a ticket, so I didn't have to I can't to believe run. you had to pay. I, d- I didn't run the gauntlet of the uh, Inquisitors. Yeah, well, she got a blech from me, and then okay. she stuck her tongue at me the next night. She did. Because you can't see it because it's under a mask. I'm like, okay, that's Okay. Awkward. So, No. Uh, this is a C right. at best. Yeah, yeah. I for was me, not, I'm not a big fan of it. And for I those mean. of you think, oh yeah, I have to stay in the loop with the Marvel movies. Guess what? You can skip this one. <laughs> it's it sucks. It sucketh much. It sucketh like a vampire. Like a vampire. Oh, now that was Hannibal Lecter. That's kind of a whole different deal. Oh, did that offend oh, you? Okay. Sorry, it did. Can't they? By the way, I want to apologize to the North San Pete people. They've been. Their chicken coop high school. Yeah, I I knew it was a turkey ranch, and I screwed up. So it's a turkey coop? No. He's just digging himself in deeper. I love North San Pete. Go fighting whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretty soon the governor's going to take the long walk. We're on the extreme. You know, I'm sure he has more important things to do. But if if not. we were on the other end of the building, this would be the governor's office. Rut row. So we are on this end of the building. Way over here. Oh, he could easily walk down here and just. I would get a kick out of seeing him just to say hi. You're going to talk about his high school? Not a bit. See, you know, we've we've considered a shock collar for Steve. You know? that's, yeah, or yeah. a taser. You could do a taser. A taser? That's even a better idea. Wow, Marlo, what's up with that? Would, yeah. would you mind, you know, the. State the treasurer, patrol and executioner. Yeah, yeah, we've got things downstairs. We've got, we've got things. You know, here at the Capitol, we've got I'm things. Waiting for you to go out there and do your top ten. I triple dog dare you. Ooh, triple dog dare you can't. Really. That was a slight breach of etiquette because you rarely start with I the triple dog. Went right to the triple. Well, dog. if I can not be offended, I'll you know consider that. It's nine fifty here at KSL. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. The Movie Show. Get off my lawn. Did you hear me? I said get off my lawn now. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Engine arms and better dreams grow. I, I can never sp- talk over that. I, I love Not live. I love Gran Torino. Did not like his latest movie, however. Oh, Cry Cry Macho. Macho. Oh, man. Cry Me a River. Ooh, yeah. Okay, Stephen, coming up, we're going to do our movie news, and we've got Jeff the Whipple, who will be joining us from the Megaplex Theaters. And by the way, uh, we'll talk with Jeff. We won't give all the details. 
But we had the chance last week to hang out with uh, the Megaplex folks, including our friend Melanie. You see her up oh, on yeah. the on the big screen along with Danner and so on. And, you know, telling you about what's coming up and, hey, look at these funny scenes. Hey, make sure you get your popcorn type things. Well, we had the chance to hang out with uh, Melanie for a minute and uh, to do some previews of what will be coming up to celebrate KSL's 100th birthday with the Megaplex Theater. I thought that was a cool thing for them to do. It was very cool. First of all, you know, we, we just love, you know, working on cross-promotion with the Megaplex Theaters. And then they said, hey, why don't we promote this up on the big screen? And Melanie was just so great to work with and Jeff. So we'll be talking about that, some special prizes for telephone torture. And it's a big movie week, as we mentioned. You know, for a lot of the Marvel fans, they're, they're just going crazy, you know, this week, anticipating. Morbius, and you know everybody has a different view on different films. Uh, for you and for me, it wasn't uh, our favorite movie, but it's going to be a big movie this this week. So we'll talk with Jeff about that and more. Candace Madsen, who is the producer of the KSL 100th anniversary documentary, which will air tomorrow at four o'clock on Channel Five, and you will hear the sound on that. Uh, because it, it plays well. It's radio. Uh, you'll hear that on KSL Radio, too, right after the afternoon session of LDS Conference. All right, it is 10 o'clock here at KSL News Radio. This is KSL FM Midvale, KSL AM, Salt Lake City. The Movie Show. Oh, you are hard to look at. You look like the topographical map of Utah. Exactly. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. You know, my friend Candace Madsen is on the line with us, and uh, over the years, I've had a chance back in the day to work on uh, Sunday Edition with Candace, and I, I just have an enormous respect for her. She is such a great friend. She kind of helped fulfill a little dream of mine. I always felt a little cheated, as much as I love the era in which I have broadcast it, which was just magic. You know, just wonderful. But I always felt that, gosh, I never really got to do radio dramas and you know, all that kind of. Well, Candace actually helped fulfill some of those dreams. And she's joining us on the line right now because we're going to talk about the 100th anniversary of KSL News Radio. And Candace, welcome to the movie show. I hope this doesn't uh, forever and ever and ever warp your reputation by having been heard with us here on the movie show. Oh, I'm excited to be on it. It's a pleasure. Have you ever listened to the whole show? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Okay, maybe not the whole show, but of course I've heard it before. Yeah, well, you know, we, we have some dubious moments, so we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed for your reputation. Tell us a little bit about this documentary that will air tomorrow on Channel 5 right after the afternoon session of conference, but also the uh, soundtrack will air on KSL News Radio. Doug, it was so fun to put together. Obviously, the 100-year anniversary of KSL Radio is coming up in May. And so we knew we wanted um, to do something to celebrate. And so we decided to put together this documentary. And basically, it just looks back at not only the history um, of KSL, which is one of the most premier radio stations in the country, but also looks at where um, KSL is headed in the future and all the innovative things that are happening. Boy, it's hosted by uh, our our dear friend Deanie Wimmer. Uh, the the number of people that worked on this and lent their their talents to it. It was fun. Uh, the day you wanted to interview me, I came in and I saw my my dear friend uh, Lee Pocock, who was at KSL when I was hired, and he he was a great friend and mentor for the majority of my career. And who who all is participating in in this tomorrow? 
Uh, well, of course, a lot of familiar voices from KSL Radio, um, Grant and um, uh, Tim Hughes and Dave and Debbie. Um, we also had Grant Nielsen and Maria, um, Cheryl Worsley, um, Dave Colley. We also have Richard Turley, historian, um, talking yeah. about the early days. And even President Ballard shared a really neat story about his father's involvement in building the first radio tower in Utah. Isn't it amazing the number of people who have uh, had KSL, uh, certainly listening, it's been a part of everybody's life here in the state of Utah, but those, you know, I I mentioned to you that my Uncle Steve was one of the KSL players. I never met him. He died before I was born, but uh, uh, he, he was one who would go down to the station and participate in the radio dramas. I, my, my dear friend Jay Francis, recently with the Utah Jazz, now he's the, the chairman uh, and president of the South Chamber of Commerce, South Valley Chamber of Commerce. Uh, I was at an event several weeks ago, and Jay came up and said, you know, my grandpa used to sing on KSL, and my mom has some great pictures, which he sent me, and he's going to come to the uh, station next Friday with his mom and present those pictures oh, to wow. KSL. We're going to do, do a little interview with Mrs. Francis about uh, about her dad, but I, those pictures are great. I, I'm seeing her, her, you know, his grandpa, Jay's grandpa, sitting there in his three-piece suit in the KSL studios, and it, it's spectacular. It's amazing the ties that everybody here in the state of Utah has to KSL Radio. Yes, I love actually what you said in the special. You said it's the biggest hometown radio station in the world. And I think you know, I think we actually have that sound, Candace. Can can we play that? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, here we go. When I was hired here, the program director at the time took me aside and he said, "You know, Doug, this is a big radio station, and it's a prestigious radio station. He said, but I like to think of it as the biggest hometown radio station in the world. <laughs> I remember when George Lemich said that to me. I was intimidated. When I was hired at KSL, I came over from KCPX, and that was rock and roll heaven. We were owned by Columbia Pictures. It was fun. We had a great time over there. But when I came to KSL and I walked through those doors for the first time, Candace, I just went, holy smoke. I'm not sure if I'm in this league. The first time I walked into Broadcast House over there on Social Social Hall Hall. Avenue, I'm like, whoa. I know. I mean, it's just, it's intimidating. Yeah, and I I remember George was trying to make me feel a little more comfortable. And when he told me that, I thought, you know, and and that went, that was the culture of KSL. All the way to the ownership, all the way to Arch Madsen, who was the president of Bonneville International, Candace. It was, uh, it was an amazing time to come on board at KSL. Yeah, I, I still have that kind of, I mean, we, we work together, right, TV and radio. But, yes, when you walk into Broadcast House, there is just a legacy, but also the people. I mean, when you talk about the brand, it really comes down to just the people who day in and day out care so much about the information and the content that we are putting out there. Yeah, absolutely. When you were putting this together and going through archives, you mentioned my friend Rick Turley. Uh, he is amazing. When he was the uh, assistant uh, historian of the church under Elder Snow, and I've known him in, in many capacities. He's a great author, by the way. His books are absolutely incredible. His knowledge 
of the history of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints of Utah, and he helped me many years ago. Well, not many years ago, but uh, we would do these things of, of voices, and he would help me ferret out the voices of J. Golden Kimball and uh, Reed Smoot and some of the iconic voices, and we would put together some conference specials. I have an enormous respect and and love for Rick Turley and to have him on board. What was that like to work with Rick? Oh, Rick is fabulous. And like you said, I mean his his knowledge is just incredible. But he just he told some really neat stories and put things in perspective. I mean, you gotta go back to when radio was first, you know, invented. Microphones were really expensive. Um, you know, the church and the Tabernacle Choir, which was the Mormon Tabernacle Choir back then, had done recordings but never without a microphone. And you needed a microphone to do radio, but it was so expensive, which is kind of one of the reasons um, the church was a little hesitant to put a lot of money because they just didn't have that much money back then. And that's where President Ballard's father kind of stepped in and said, "Okay, we're going to figure out how to do this on our own and build this tower and get um, a a a microphone. And at the time, he was working for Deseret News. So actually, KSL Radio started under Deseret News. Um, and so they were able to do this recording um, with a microphone, and it's just amazing the vision. That's what President Ballard talked about his father, just the vision that he had with radio. It's it's yeah. really astounding to think now that he helped his son's voice get out to people around the world. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You know, it truly is. There's a famous story, too, when the studios were across the street in the Deseret News building, and then they're be the Tabernacle Choir broadcast, and I understand that they would actually run the microphone across the street and would hang it, and it would one microphone catching the entire broadcast, and the announcer, I think it was Ted Kimball at the time, was actually on the top of this great big gigantic ladder speaking into the, uh, to the microphone that was picking up the choir during those original broadcasts back in the late 1920s. Yeah, it's such. There's so many fun anecdotes. I mean, there, there's one anecdote where um, General Conference got interrupted by the World Series for eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. literally, someone had to run across the street and flip the switch to get Conference back on. <laughs> so we've got the documentary is filled with those kind of fun stories. Candace, product yet? But I'm I'm very anxious. I've, I've talked to people who've seen the rough cut, and they say it's just it's just wonderful. And I I just so appreciate our friendship and and this great work. I'm really looking forward to it. And again, it's tomorrow at four o'clock, right? That's right. And likewise, Doug, I've always loved working with you too. Well, I'll I'll tell you, Candace, I'm anxious. This celebrating KSL, and as I mentioned when you and I have talked before. Uh, you know, there's a, we, we have a great broadcast community. We, we truly do. And there have been wonderful, great radio stations. The old KDYL, which was owned by Sid Fox. I mentioned that became KCPX, which was owned by Columbia Pictures. Call Radio was legendary. The Hatch family and all of the things. We have a broadcast le- legacy in the state of Utah that is remarkable. But boy, I'll tell you, you know, one of the the true epicenters of broadcasting in the country, here in the state of Utah, certainly, was KSL and is KSL. And Candace, I appreciate you putting this together. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And uh, thank you for all the great work on this. 
Thanks, Doug, and thanks for having me on the show. Oh, what a pleasure. What a pleasure. Candace Madsen with us, the producer of the KSL 100th anniversary. And boy, over the next uh, you know month or so, you know, even past the anniversary date, which is March, uh, March, May 6th of 1922 was the date that KSL went on the air. Events all throughout that general area are going to be celebrating KSL News Radio. The Movie Show. And what's with black? It's depressing. Looks like you're going to a funeral. Maybe I am. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Got a couple of minutes before we uh, hit our bottom of the hour news. Do you want to talk about the contractor? I do. Okay, let's get some sound. The contractor. You're leaving the Army with an honorable discharge, but you're losing your pension and health care. We gave them our minds, our bodies, and our spirit. And they chewed us up and spit us out. We operate in a deep black OGA offshoot with direct presidential authority. It's not dangerous. Now I know you're lying. Maybe I need to take care of my family. So what do you say? You're down for the cause? Yeah. Deep black ops, huh? Yeah, so these wow. guys are out of the military, and it's kind of cruel. I, I'm pretty sure the Army is not going to be happy with this movie because the poor kid was taking drugs to right. rehab a knee, and they said, well, those were illegal substances. You've lost your pension. Oh, wow. And and your uh, uh, health benefits. So he's like, well, what do I do? Well, you know, he went on all these tours, so yeah. private contractors are going to definitely contact him. It's Ben Foster and Chris Pine who were the leads in Hell or High Water, and it is a really intense thriller. He said, well, it's just got a simple deal. we got to go to Berlin, a few days, in and out. Well, they get there, and the cops show up. There's a shootout. People are getting killed left and right. They're wounded. They're separated. Ben Foster never comes back for Chris Pine, and he's like, what the heck happened here? And he thinks he's told he was dead, and I don't know. It's crazy, but Kiefer Sutherland is like the black ops leader guy. Uh-oh. So he's like, hmm, what's up with him? This is a really good movie. This is probably okay. the best movie of the week, and it is playing at Megaplex Theaters called Great. The Contractor. If I was looking for something other than Morbius, this would be my choice. Which is more violent. Uh, well, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. it's just a different kind of violence. Different kind of violence. They don't bite, bite anybody's neck. They no just, vampires. Pew, pew. Yeah, okay. So The Contractor. The Contractor. is rated yeah. R for some you know violence and some language. But, I mean, these two guys really pull this movie off. It's really okay. well done. And it's up on the big screen at the it Megaplex is. Theaters. It is. Okay. All right. On that note, it is 1030 here at KSL News Radio. Brief break. We'll be right back with more of the movie show. The Movie Show. Is it better to be feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Today, The Movie Show, we're here at uh, just a, a gorgeous Capitol boardroom. I mean, it, it is beautiful. As I mentioned, this used to be where the Attorney General's office was. You'd walk through, and then this was kind of the reception area and office, and then the AG's office, I think, was off here to the to our right. The governor's office is on the other end of the building. And All right, I think, Steve, it's time for a little movie news. Oh, yeah, yes. Here we go. This is Lowell Thomas speaking, flashing to you the news of the world. We return now to the KSL Newsreel. The biggest stories from the world of movies, cinema, and the star-studded glamour of Hollywood. Two things really disturbed me and made me feel sad this week when it comes to movies. Number one for me was Bruce Willis stepping away from his acting career, diagnosed with aphasia. I hope I'm saying that right. You are, yes. The loss of ability to understand or express speech. And uh, his family 
has said it's impacting his cognitive abilities. He's 67 years of age. We got to know him first in Moonlight for most people. Oh, you know, on, on TV, won an Emmy, won another Emmy, too. Uh, later on for a guest role in Friends and then Die Hard. It's everybody's favorite Christmas movie. You know, we've joked yeah. about that for years. And uh, when you think of the amazing movies, I mean, he is just one of those solid action heroes that we all love kind of a, a little bit of snarky john wayne-ish type and boy it just it just kind of broke my heart to hear that well considering that he also did a movie last year called cosmic sin which was complete garbage and i trashed that movie and the razzies gave him a worse performance award this year for right. that movie they've just rescinded that yeah and they've withdrawn it saying oops sorry oops. we didn't know the situation yeah so you know anyway. they even went back and said um uh, what's her name uh, shelly duvall from the 1980 the shining yeah she was literally abused by the director had to do like 35 takes before he even film anything yeah and they gave her a nomination and they rescinded that today yeah when you as find well. out the, when the razzies are the, feeling bad you know you yeah the rest of the story. The other thing, too, and, you know, it's the elephant in the room. We've got to talk about it. You know, we've watched the Academy Awards. We weren't together this year, but uh, we, we have been in the past. And, you know, we've seen some weird things. I remember back in the 1970s when Marlon Brando wouldn't accept the award and he sent, uh, you know, this uh, beautiful Native American girl, Little Feather, to, you know, make some big statement. Yeah. Uh, George C. Scott wouldn't accept his Oscar. And, you know, we've had some real weird moments, really tacky moments. I remember the poor, streaker. Oh, uh, the streaker and poor Betty Davis when they trotted her out that one year. She's she's probably, arguably, the greatest actress in the history of Hollywood. And she was just so out of it. And we almost had that with Liza Minnelli this time. Oh, but did you, you see know, what Lady Gaga oh, said? Oh, she was I've wonderful. Got, I've got you. She was wonderful. Lady Gaga couldn't have handled that better. And the Coda win and the Troy win. But here's the problem. What Will Smith chose to do and was was it a tasteless joke? Of course it was. Sure. And, you know, how much did, did, you know, Chris Rock know about her condition? I don't know. He couldn't have known. You know, and so... And everybody had been roasting that that front line where all of the people are. I mean, Wanda Sykes, I mean, the shots that she took and everybody else. You sit on that front row and you're nominated. You better just kind of buck up. Well, Kirsten Dunst was accused of being a seat filler. I know. I know. And, and, and they, they, <laughs> they laughed at all. Oh, and, and look, Javier Bardem and yeah, uh, Penelope, Penelope Cruz, Cruz and Denzel Washington. They were picking on everybody. Yeah. And, oh, my God. And then what was weird is when you saw when Chris Rock said, you know, hey, I love you, G.I. Jane, too. I'm looking forward. You know, and and everybody was laughing, including Will Smith was laughing. And then I guess when Jada, you know, gave the eye roll. Yeah, he glanced over. Then I guess it triggered something. I don't know what it was. You know, it's it's been called toxic masculinity. I don't know, you know. And he goes up. And at first I thought, is this a bit? Is this part of the shtick? Are they doing well, an because elaborate Because it looked joke? like Chris Rock was leaning into it, yeah. like like he was going to tell him something. Yeah, and just all of a sudden, a not insubstantial full-arm swat at the face. And Dee and I looked at each other in disbelief. My and, phone blew up. My sister, yeah. my daughter. Like, I know. What is happening, Dad? I go, it's got to be fake. Oh, and then, and then they cut the sound. Yeah. And that's when Although I, you can read lips. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh absolutely. especially when Will Smith is back down in his seat. Yeah. And you're going, wow. wow. I, I have never seen 
I've never seen anything quite like that before. And, you know, it's interesting because we watched a movie this week called Bubble. And you remember the first time when the actors are slapping each other? I thought, boy, I'm seeing that a whole lot differently than I, I no, would have a week ago. But I, I was appalled. And, you know, I, I joined Dave and Debbie uh, the other day to, to talk about this for a little bit. And, you know, they they and others have said, well, would they rescind the Oscar? No, they're not going to. They're not going to take the Oscar back. But I'll tell you, you know, the only three people that have been kicked out of the Academy that I know of who are notable, Roman Polanski, Bill Cosby, and Harvey Weinstein. And, you know, you go, wow, you know, that's... Uh, that's Some pretty pretty bad hombres. Yeah, and I don't think Will Smith, you know, certainly would fall into that category. Will they rescind his membership? Because there are ten thousand members yeah. of the academy. It's huge, nine thousand nine hundred and something. Nine, eight, something yeah. yeah, it's it's a ridiculous number. But I think there will be consequences. And now the news. You know, I looked at the headlines late last night. And they said apparently they have contacted Will Smith. They have said there will be consequences. Well, they had a Zoom meeting and, yesterday, and yeah. they spoke to him for half an hour. Here's the thing. Like, Diddy came back on stage and said, oh, they talked it out. Everything's cool. No, no it's not. No one has talked to Chris Rock. That's right. Will Smith has not personally said, I am sorry there's the, to Chris Rock. There's the, the printed apology. Yeah. But, but, but no. some publicist is going to lose their job over right. this because they've screwed this up. The other thing, too, that I think has been overblown was the standing ovation. Now, is it appalling? Of course it was. But, you know, it's like. Have a, you ever stood up when somebody else is oh, standing up? Exactly. And it happened once just down the hall here where there was a legislator who was under some pretty serious stuff. And, you know, there's a camaraderie among the legislators. There's a camaraderie among the. Plus, and, you don't know what's happening and you in the don't theater. Know. You know, I mean, this just barely, you know, nobody knows the backstory. Nobody knows. And when Will Smith went up for the Oscar and he got the standing ovation, the same thing. I've seen it happen here. I remember even our dear friend Pamela Atkinson, who is like the Mother Teresa of Utah. When everybody stands, you stand. So a lot of it is reflex. So I'm not overreacting to that too much. But what, what an embarrassment. And here's what bothers me more than anything, Steve. The award that was being given out was for an amazing documentary. Yeah, that completely nobody, obliterated. Yeah, and then somebody there, you know, oh, I mentioned the four white guys. And you go, okay, whatever. But the bottom line is a great movie did not get its due right. because of that. And then a movie that both you and I absolutely loved that just, you know, broke barriers. I'm so happy. Coda. Nobody was talking about Coda afterwards. They're talking about Will Smith backhand, or not, he wasn't a backhand. It was a full slap. And what what a shame. Well, here's the repercussions. Will Smith is working on a project right now, and the studio says, we're going to wait and see. Yeah. We're not even going to go forward with this until we figure out what's happening here. Well, and then the The ramifications here are. I know. And, and, you know, you're in the middle of, I mean, 15 plus million people are watching traditionally. Others streaming it off the charts. There's no way of even measuring that. And the Academy, just, you know, drawn at the hip, has to decide, what do we do here? Ah, there's a new story there. Okay, so they, a- they asked the him word to is, leave. Well, they asked his publicist to ask asked him, to, him leave. to leave. Yeah. But then again, Chris Rock says, "I don't want him thrown out. Yeah. I don't want him charged. I don't want him tossed 
because he probably has a pretty good chance. At this point, most people knew that he was the odds-on favorite yeah. to win the Academy Award for yep. Best Actor. And he said, I don't want him tossed. So if you'd have told me that Chris Rock was the dude, the stand-up guy in this over Will Smith, I would have laughed in your face. Yep, I but, know, but he was. And last night at his concert, somebody said, you know, hey, screw Will I Smith. I know, and he, he just tamped him down. He said, no, nope. we're not doing this. That's right. That's right. And the LAPD, they did everything that they could do. They said, we're aware of this. It does actually fall into the category of an assault. If somebody chooses to make the, the charges, we will take care. Right. If it had been you and me, we would have been in handcuffs, frog marched out of there. We would have been in the back seat of an LAPD police car and, you know, sitting there wondering if we were going to be charged with assault. Yeah, and, and the fact that Will Smith has had this amazing career, he's the coolest of the cool guys. To have him just explode I like know. that is just, I know. It, it's incomprehensible. I, I don't know. even believe it now, and I watched it. A thousand times over. I know. I know. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, you know, we we felt we just needed to quickly address that. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong 2, they're wondering if they're going to fight it out again because uh, it's <laughs> they not. Haven't, they it's, haven't settled their differences? It's not a sequel, and it's not like part two, part three, or whatever. So we're wondering, are they going to fight it out again? And then apparently Steven Spielberg told Michael Bay, stop making Transformer movies. And I think he said, you know, you need to stop with three. Apparently Bay agreed, but then it uh, went on to make billions of dollars. So the, he, he said he was pressured by the film companies. So uh, Skylar Johansson and Chris Evans are making a new movie. Now, they're old friends. Of course, they were in the Marvel yeah. movies. They're set to star in a new movie called Project Artemis. Jason Bateman will direct it. Really? And we're limited on the plot ideas yet, but it's something to do with the space race. Okay. So I'm excited about that. Phantom of the Open is opening June 3rd. Now, this is a movie we've never heard of, but it features Mark Rylance yeah. as a guy him. who in his late 70s or whatever decided he wanted to play competitive golf like in tournaments, yeah. and he never played before. This is a real guy. His name is Maurice Flitcroft. He, uh, Mark plays Maurice. Sally Hawkins, who we love, is his wife, and it's about him just going on the tour, and all the go real golfers are like, what the – crap is yeah. going on and this is like eddie the eagle almost yeah except it, oh, yeah cool. yeah so i'm really excited about that there you have our movie news here at ksl and news by the Radio. way oscar picks oscar picks yeah we'll we'll talk about that all right let's take a brief break and we'll come right back jeff the whipple will be joining us from the megaplex theaters the movie show are you stuck up half-witted scruffy looking nerf herder on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Here on the movie show, we always uh, love to uh, chat with our friends at the Megaplex Theaters, and we have Jeff the Whipple, who is joining us today for a myriad of things to talk about. And first of all, Jeff, we had such a good time hanging out with you and hanging out with Scott and Melanie and all the great people at the uh, Cottonwood. I like to call them. The Holiday Theater. Or Doug's Theater. Or, or my private viewing room. But we, we just had a great time. And it's so cool of you guys, first of all, to be on board with us. And we'll be talking more about the things that will be given away uh, during KSL's 100th birthday celebration. But we just love the tie with you guys. And thank you for you know risking it all, the entire LHM you know empire, by actually putting Steve and me up on the big screen. The The... The excitement of putting you fellows on camera. We, we just couldn't resist. 
<laughs> I hope you used the Barbra Streisand filter. Yeah, I hope you were. They they used to call it, you know, film through gauze. <laughs> so our, our our pre-feature producer Scott is is a, a magician. He's he's an award-winning producer, and he will treat you just fine on on your big Ooh. screen. Your your big screen screen extravaganza celebrating KSL's hundredth birthday. So that is going to say the big scream debut, you know, which might be a little more accurate. Hey, we we've got to talk about, I mean, telephone torture because I understand you are pulling out the stops on fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. Well, much much like your hosting situation there, uh, there's, this is not an April Fool's joke. We're we're going to give people the chance to to choose their prize. We're going to offer the the traditional movie show prize, the date night, two tickets, the popcorn, the drinks, uh, at any Megaplex Theaters location, or depending on on your mood, if you're a, a Harry Potter slash Fantastic Beast fan, we have a really unique opportunity. One of the one of the rare see it first screenings are, is happening this week exclusively at our Geneva location down in Utah County, uh, one of 10 locations chosen in North America to host the See It First uh, experience on the IMAX screen. And Ooh. there's going to be uh, some cast member streamed Q&A kind of stuff and some prizes and wonderful opportunity there. So we've got a, we set aside a pair of tickets for this, for this event to give away on the movie show if, if anyone's so inclined. And the auditorium is packed. It's already filled up. So if you're interested in attending that, you better act now. But And then the other option the would way, be oh. – oh, go ahead. Well, by the way, I saw it last night, and it's probably the best of the three. Wow. Okay. All right. Now, yeah. uh, b- behind door number three. So – and here I go Hagrid because I'm not sure I'm supposed to talk about this quite yet. But er, starting early next week, we'll we'll be rolling out details about our kids' summer movie program, oh, the wow. 2022 kids' summer movie program. And so I thought for option number three, we'll we'll figure out a way to to set aside four passes, a family four pass for the kids' summer movies. That's the ten weeks, ten movies, ten dollars, ten great family films over the course of of the summer. And uh, we've got some clever, innovative ways that we're rolling that out this year to make it easier for families. And we'll be rolling out details on that next week. But we can we can get those. Uh, a winner taken care of this week if that's the option they choose. So three different choi- three different choices this week, and uh, not an April Fool's joke. Wow, that is that is really cool. So when we do telephone torture, and that's coming up in just a couple of minutes, those will be the three options that people can choose from. You know, we mentioned that uh, Morbius is opening right now, and boy, for the uh, for the superheroes, I don't know what to call this guy. You know the. somewhere in between right now, although I understand he might have a reformation. But how big is this weekend going to be for you? And how will it compare to, you know, now we're not even really post-pandemic, but you know what I mean. We're we're outside of the the two-year window now. So how big is this weekend going to be, do you think? Well, I I just checked. uh, Pre-sales for Morbius are doing great. The the phenomenon here in Utah is that we have certified – the biggest Marvel film fans in the world. Yeah. Uh, I, I check Google Trends on this all the time, and we are number one here in Utah for Google searches relating to Morbius, for Doctor Strange in the multiverse, for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, anything <laughs> Marvel-related, Utah fans just love showing up. And, yeah, yeah not every not every movie is perfect for every every viewer, but just as a, a general population, we those movies score huge here. 
Yeah. So you're all ramped up, ready to take care of the uh, the crowds, and the pre-sales are, are really, really good. We, we are looking forward to some fun things. And with these Marvel fans, we, we every time they show up, it's a party. They they come up, <laughs> they show up in droves, and it is fun. We we are thrilled, and mostly we are so grateful to have people back in theaters coming to see movies on the big screen. Oh, boy, isn't that true? And, you know, and Steve and I have talked about some of the uh, smaller movies that are out, including the one that was shot in the vicinity of uh, Eureka, a little horror movie that I was actually, you know, you, sometimes you watch these movies and you go, okay, I wonder what this is going to be. I was really kind of impressed with the movie. Well, sometimes they're so dumb, you, you're not scared. But, but this one actually this kind of one, scared me a little bit. Yeah, this one was scary. And then what was the other uh, movie that we were talking about is going to be at uh, at Megaplex? Oh, The Contractor. Yeah, The Contractor. Oh, with Chris Pine and Ben Foster? Are you there. kidding me? And Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah. It's a great, great film. Plus, plus we brought, we're bringing back Coda. On the big screen oh, for those that, that oh, need to see it. Okay. So, winner of the Best Picture Academy Award um, for those that didn't get a chance to see it in in auditoriums, and we it's open caption, which is great. Um, yeah. So, the, the way films ought to be seen, uh, we're yeah. we're thrilled to be back in that level of business and and having the great support we do from our our moviegoers. Boy, absolutely, and Coda. You know, I've I've had several people within my own family who have said. We have not seen Coda yet, and I go, oh, my goodness, see Coda, and see it on the big screen the way it should be seen. My tax lady, I, I told her about it a couple, uh, maybe a week ago. I said, you've got to see Coda, and it was before the Oscars. And she went to the trouble of writing me and said, we loved, loved Coda. Coda, yeah. Yeah, it is a great movie. Jeff, as always, thank you so much yeah, for uh, joining us here on the movie show. Thanks for all the great things that we are able to do together and that you do for us. We really appreciate it. We do very much. Well, ha- happy happy movie-going weekend, fellas. Enjoy. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a biggie. And, you know, speaking of telephone torture, Steve, Yeah, I think it's time. It's time for a little telephone torture. What number am I thinking of? No. Two. No. One. No. I don't go any higher than two. Five. No. No. Number four. Seriously? Number four. 28 movies. All right, fine. All right. He always whines about something. Do you want to talk about the chicken coop again and really make the governor happy? Go Hawks. Uh huh. Go Hawks. Okay. Go Hawks. That's all I have to say. All right. We're looking for caller number four. And, of course, this prestigious segment is sponsored by our friends at the Megaplex Theaters. And let's go to caller number one, who assuredly, without any doubt, is a loser. Wow. Yeah. Hi, who's this? I hope it's somebody you know. Hey, this is Steve. Steve, along yeah. with that unfortunate <laughs> first name of yours, you are... The like first Doug is any better, but yeah, the go ahead. First, first loser, loser on the movie yeah. show. How does how does that make oh, you feel? Well, with a name like Steve, it makes it better. <laughs> there you go. You know, when you can add loser to Steve, it does make things better. So yeah. all right. Let me go Roy Kent on you. Here we go. Hit the button on him. Losing suck. Yeah, Carl Malone just says it right down on the bottom. As a matter of fact, let Carl say that one more time. Here we go. Cause losing suck. Yeah, it certainly does. Now let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? <laughs> I told you we we're going to run out of people. To, well, we have to one listener that we know of. All right. Uh, hi, who's this? This is Don. Don, you don't sound very happy, Don. No, I guess I'm a loser. Oh, there's no doubt. I'm there, a there's loser. no. 
He was a winner, though, a couple weeks ago. So. Yeah, well, you know, occasionally losers luck out just by participating with the movie show. Kind just of. wants to be part of the thing. Yeah, the thing. The are, thing. We the, are we the we thing? We are the thing. Okay, let's go back to the phone line, and this will be the last loser of the day. Oh. All right, I know, I know. Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello. I, I hear something. I hear some gurgling on the other end. They're duct taped in the basement. <laughs> They're duct taped in the basement, yeah. Call, Hi, who's this? Call 911. It's Ryan. Ryan, you don't really sound really chipper today. Well, because I'm not caller number four, I don't think. No, you're not. You're caller number three, which makes you a... A loser. Of course. Let's oh, acknowledge that. I'm a loserizer? <laughs> a loserizer. <laughs> what? Yeah, okay. Where's that from? And now we go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? Vahe. 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 You are a big wiener. Of course you are. You are a big wiener. You've won fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. dollars. Now, you have a big choice. Traditional Megaplex gift from the movie show. Or, or we've got the uh, Fantastic Beasts. In in you know, Geneva. In, in Geneva. You have to go down to the Geneva. And I mean Switzerland, not you know, the one in Geneva. Vineyard is, you know, in that area. Or you could go for the four family passes for the summertime movies for the kids. So what's it going to be? Because of circumstance, I'll take the first choice. The, the first package. choice. That gives you lots of latitude. You have lots of latitude. Now, before we can bestow the fabulous prizes, the drinks, the uh, tub of popcorn, and, of course, the movie tickets upon you. There is one little chore you have to perform. Introduce Frank for the Losers. Ooh, Frank for the Losers. I like it. I like that. Where's Frank? We should be hearing Frank. He's, he's lost. Frank he's in the vault. He's treasure for the Yeah. Type in Frank Sinatra. Eight million dollars. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Nobody loves losers like the movie show. Am I right are, or am I right? We are kindred spirits. <laughs> we are kindred spirits. The movie show. I'm oh, sorry. What? I called you City Slash. That was pretty close. That's, that's a lame nickname. That was good. Better than Jobin. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Okay, Apollo Ten and a Half. Oh, love, love, love. Yeah, yeah. This this movie caught me off guard, and let's get a little sound. Apollo Ten and a Half. Mission for what? We accidentally built the lunar module a little too small. How'd that happen? We need a kid like you to test this accidentally smaller version on the lunar surface and soon. Stan, <laughs> you're our only hope. Okay. Now, this is such a cute little movie. It really is. And it's kind of that rotoscope type, uh, you know. Yeah, photorealistic uh, animation, animation yeah. computer. And, and so you, you see real deals, you know, when there's a, a news story you recognize and Walter Cronkite and people like that. Well, they look exactly like yeah. it, except they're just a Except animated. it's all, you know, animated up. But this just takes a kid 
and takes him through his life. He lives in a typical neighborhood. They're down in the Houston area. They're, their dad works for NASA. Everybody in the neighborhood works for NASA. Everybody's focused on the moon launch. You know, the astronauts fly over and, you know, do the sonic boom above their houses. And they're just living that kind of classic late 1950s, early 1960s, and all the way to 1969 life that many of us baby boomers experienced. There are so many things in here that will resonate, you will laugh about. I mean, it's just like I went back and relived a lot of my childhood, the stupid pranks we used to play, the dumb things that would happen, the kids in school. It's four square with the big red ball. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the violence and, you know, the kid that goes out and lays down in the middle of the road, you know, all those stupid things. But it, it the, the underlying story is that NASA's kind of messed up. They made the capsule too small. And well, this is more this is the more tongue in cheek. This is all tongue in cheek, of course, but this is kind of the kid line that goes through and threads it all together. And so anyway, they need this kid to go up. It's going to be Apollo ten and a half, basically. And so when he's watching the moon landing, you know, with all of his family and all of the he's just goes, Yeah, I've been there, done that type yeah. thing. And th- is this is scary. Richard Linkletter and yeah. It is masterfully done. If you are a baby boomer, especially uh, this is the key, and you you know yeah, because other people will go what I don't get this. Who's that? Or you know, we've what? already heard about the moon. Yeah, what's a that TV times? show? Why was that funny? You know, the Twilight Zone. What are you talking about? But if you are a baby boomer, this movie will have you laughing out loud. You will relate to it. It is really cool. I like this movie a lot. This is like. Uh, this is like a three and a half star movie for yeah, me. Yeah, B plus all day for me. Yep. I, I just, you're, it, this is exactly it. If you lived through this, the you almost the taste and feel going back. This is probably the best rendering of the sixty nine. You know, the July landing on the moon from a different perspective yep. because it also gives you what people were doing at that time and right. the trends and the clothes and you know just the way. Houses looked, you know, it was just everything about this just brought me back to that moment. And the fact that we haven't done it since, you know, there were the the three missions. There was, of That's course, true. Apollo 13. And you think of how few people have actually landed on the moon. And here we are, you know, 50 years later, yeah, you know, right. and that. you go, good grief. So anyway, this is a really good movie. If you're a baby boomer, if your kids are watching it with you, you'll probably have to explain a lot of things to them. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's only on uh, it's Netflix. This is a Netflix movie, right. Apollo Ten and a Half, a space age childhood. B plus from me. Yeah. Netflix is the only place you can see. We're it. exactly on the same page, but then again, we are baby boomers. Yeah, and again, okay. this will for right. that generation is it's a love fest. Eleven thirty one here at KSL News Radio. Let's catch our news. Much more to come. The movie show. I can see what you're trying to put off, but I can see that it's just to keep people away from you. It's a mask. Did you tell me the truth? No, probably not. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Before we talk again with the uh, great treasurer of the great state of Utah, Marlo Oaks, we want to review another movie, and there's one that we probably ought to mention, but this has some flags on the field. Oh, boy. On this one, and it's called You Won't Be Alone. Apparently, you will if you're waiting for. <laughs> Apparently, we do not have the sound. Oh, that's because it's oh, no. it's uh, Macedonian. I, oh, thanks a lot for I telling forgot. us. Well, I've watched like 38 movies this week. and I'm, so I, well, Why? Because they're there. They're there. 
You watch those movies because they're there. Okay, you won't be alone. Okay, 18th century Macedonia. They have yes. a story about a witch who uh, they, they you know burned her because I it's just the story is just horrible. But so she wanders the in this area. It's like it's a village. Like so, y'all should know that she's out there, right? And so she keeps coming by and like. This little baby is born. She's like, ooh, I like the fr- taste of fresh baby. You know, that, that's the first thing. Like, okay, Creepy. what? And then she's got all, you know, she's all yeah. burn scarred. But the, she goes, no, no, don't take my daughter. Wait till she's 16. Then you can have her. Oh, good. In the meantime, I'll put her in this cave that's been sanctified so that the witch can't get in there. But the poor kid's been in there for 16 years, and now she's just a crazy little feral person. And so, I, I mean, the witch gets her anyway and like she's going to mentor her but then the girl is so innocent she's like Ugh, get away from me and the, but the village people i mean not the village people <laughs> ymca they seem to like accept oh yeah that wolf eater s is out there we uh-huh. got to stop her and then you know when she takes over somebody's body she eats them a little bit and then takes part of their body and puts it inside her and then she becomes that person okay and then the girl starts imitating that, and she gets really good at it. But uh, at one point, she becomes Nomi Rapace. So I thought, okay, this is going to get interesting. And it doesn't. Uh-huh. It's the witch just keeps killing people and turning into somebody else. This is a disturbing uh, movie. So for the six and a half people that will see this movie, what is it rated? Oh, is there an R? Is it Z? Is the Z? farthest you could go out there? I mean, it, it's. Oh, this it's, sounds like a really good movie. I, I, you know, how I've seen a lot of stuff, uh-huh. and this is probably one of the more disturbing movies I've seen of late. I would not recommend it unless you have an iron constitution and you love Nomi Rapace. I'm so glad and we apparently got to this movie. You love 18th century Macedonian folklore. Mm-hmm. How about if we talk about the bubble instead? Okay. We have some sound from. The, where is that movie showing, by the way? Wide release, by the way. Okay. You're in not Macedonian. alone. Not, in, not only in Macedonia, but in Utah. Okay. All right. The Bubble. Let's get some sound on that. Welcome to the start of production of Cliff Beast 6. Thank you for joining us in our bubble. We are one of two movies in production right now. If we fail, the studio is going to go down. This is so exciting. It's like my movie posters have come to life. You will soon learn to hate these people. Okay. Yeah, you, you will soon grow to hate these people. Uh, Cliff Beasts, you know, six. And yeah, it's the stupidest movie. Then there's the, the theme where one of the stars chose not to be in Cliff Beasts 5, so everybody's carrying a chip on their shoulder. This is being filmed in England. They've got them out on this estate. You know, they're s- supposedly being tested. Check out this cast list. Oh, I know. It It, it is phenomenal. And the cameo appearances are breathtaking. Because this is Judd Apatow, his right. whole family, his wife and his kids. Everybody. David Duchovny. I know. Kate McKinnon. I know. Uh, jo- was Jonathan Price in this, or was he? That no, was another jo- movie. Jonathan Price, but Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, in a, in oh, a they facial face thing. Yeah. They, uh, they do a lot of quick things. Fred and, Armisen's uh, in it. You know, if if you like, oh, I, I'm Leslie Mann. I mean, it, it just goes on and on. Kristen Teague. I mean, holy smoke. It's... It, but it's a terrible movie. It is a terrible movie. So they're all sequestered. They're all in this bubble. They're all being assured that you will stay safe. But then they end up being sent for 14 days to their rooms when somebody tests positive. Yeah. They have these kind of two goofy guys that are in charge of their health and well-being. And then everybody's threatening to leave. So they bring in this Irish guy who's going to keep <laughs> them there under force. 
uh, there are little love affairs that are going on. There's estranged marriages that are happening. There's the tyrannical, you know, uh, studio representative who only talks to them from, you know, her her trips to the uh, Serengeti. And, and then she talks helicopter. to the chairman, who's John Lithgow. Oh, I know, John Lithgow. I mean, you see, but, it, you know, it, it should be really funny, and it is not. No. And it, I, I, it was so tedious. I, I watched part of it, then I went to see Morbius, and then I came back and I finished it last night, and I thought, man, have I given blood for the movie show this week. <laughs> so anyway, this is only on Netflix, right? It is. That's right. And it is called The Bubble, and you'd like to think, you know, there are a couple of places where I chuckled, but yeah. oh my goodness. And Karen Gillan's in it, the girl who plays the, you know, in I know. Guardians it, of the Galaxy. And, and they're kind of dealing with everything. They're dealing with, you know, people who are influencers, and the only reason she's in that movie is because she has so many followers. She doesn't do anything, but she has so many followers, and then everybody's paranoid that if you just, you know, I, I lost two million followers, oh no, and you know, you just go. Actually, oh. the best actors in the movie are the two daughters exactly. of the Apatos. Exactly. Leslie and uh, Judd's kids. I know, so. She was she was really good, and the other one was kind of eh. So no, I, it's awful. Yeah, it it is awful. It's called the bubble, and uh, if you've subscribed to Netflix, you've already paid for it. So at least you won't feel like you've been, you know, had. Uh, I think you'll still feel like you got ripped off. Yeah, because you could have spent. You paid that, nothing and got ripped off. You could have spent that two hours much more uh, appropriate. Yeah, in fact, I'll tell you where you should have spent your time and. That's in a movie called Better Nate Than Ever, and we'll talk about it. Okay, when we back. we'll talk about that in just a second as we cross off all these bad movies that <laughs> nobody ought to see or should have to well, see. Well, we're good Warners, too, you know. Warners? Warners. We're the Warner Brothers? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to warn people. Of- it is 1148 here at KSL News Radio, and hey, we have a little special giveaway that we want to do right now. And uh, we have a four-pack of uh, tickets, and this will be for the new... You saw this movie last night, I did, right, yes. Steve? Yes. Okay. And you said it was the best of the three? I think so. It made more sense. I wasn't bored to death, and uh, I was kind of happy I saw it, actually. Warner Brothers' Fantastic Beasts and the Secret of Dumbledore. And this is a four-pack ticket giveaway, and we're doing it here on the movie show for the movie that will be shown on Tuesday, April 12th. And by the way, we're going to do this again next week, too. So we're looking for caller number six. Okay. Caller number six at KSL Talk. And here is the question that you have to answer. And I had it here just a second ago. All right. Come on. All right. Oh, shoot. I just had it. Anyway. Well, no, the question was. Whenever Dumbledore. Or any of the Dumbledores. Or any of the Dumbledores needs special help and attention, it comes from what creature? Right. Might come from the ashes. Well, gee, Doug. I thought I'd just make this nice and easy. You want to spell it or? It's a town in Arizona. Ooh, you just made it even easier. See, we're 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 tough sell on this show. We don't want it. people have to sweat the, you know. It's it's all us. in being number six, really. Yeah, that, unless you're really out in the twilight zone. If you can't get this one under those. So again, it's a four pack of tickets. Special advanced screening Tuesday, April twelfth, seven p.m. at the Megaplex Valley Fair. And so uh, make sure you're able to be there if uh, you win those tickets. So there you go. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back with more of the movie show. Which movie should we review next? I just want to mention uh, Never, uh, Better Nate Than Never, a Disney Plus movie. It's adorable. Okay. That's coming up next. And the movie show.
top ten. I triple dog dare you, dude. Well, if I had a microphone that would go out. You don't need a microphone. Oh, that's so true. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. The Movie Show. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. I blame myself. So do I. Well, no sense worrying about it now. Why worry? Each of us is wearing an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Better Nate than ever. Oh, this is quick. The kid is adorable. Do we have sound? We might. We might have sound on this? Because I don't, I don't want to not have the sound, especially if it's we a do. Moldavian, you know. So. <laughs> I've got some breaking news. It's an open audition. They're making Lilo and Stitch a Broadway musical. Where would we even sleep? What about your aunt? I love that you're still acting. You remind me of, like, me. You're literally all I want to be when I grow up. Three weeks on Broadway, an apartment in New York. Queens, but... Okay. Adorable. This kid, whoever they got to play this part, he can sing every show tune in the history of mankind. And, you know, he's kind of ostracized for that. Right. He's going to get picked on, right? And he has a best friend, and they decide to go to the auditions of Lilo's in Stitch in New York, not tell anybody, so they're going to be in trouble. Their aunt is played by uh, Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. She's the cool aunt, you know, like, oh, yeah, come. We can. Anyway, uh, it's fun. It's uh, on Disney Plus only. Uh, better Nate than ever. It's PG. It's great for the family it's not the greatest movie ever but if you okay. like show tunes boy you're gonna boy you are you're gonna be happy yeah as, as a kid a young kid like junior high high school yeah yeah the show tunes. and he's just into everything he's, okay. he's hilarious he's just a sweet kid okay moon knight and slow horses slow horses is a uh, apple tv plus series it's a six episode series starring gary oldman as the leader of a mi5 group okay. all of them are misfits and they've screwed up at some point and so he's in charge of them that's pretty cool uh the uh Moon Knight is Oscar Isaac playing two different characters. Yeah. There's the nerd one, and then there's the guy that's like the rebel, the warrior. And then there's the god that's like v- Venom almost over his shoulder going, you fix this or do this, that, blah, blah. Okay. And so, but this is another Marvel character. that they, But it's all about Egypt. It's okay. Egyptian gods. I've seen the first four episodes. So and to Thor be honest, isn't in it. Yeah. No. Okay. I've, I've seen the first four episodes, and so far I have no idea. What I'm watching. Okay. And it's only six episodes well, there in you this go. season, so I'm just it's a little weird. Well, Steve. But I do love Oscar Isaac. It's time. Oh, it's good. I forgot about For the movie she show. Talking. <clears throat> I, keep, I keep looking for an opportunity to run out into the rotunda. Go. I think we can clear this. a path. Now, Brittany's seen this before, right? This this is a spectacle. She blocked it from her memory. And now our our treasurer has not witnessed this before. So are you ready for incredible radio, massive talent, something that you have never heard or seen before. I can hardly wait. Okay. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have my theme song. (laughs) Here we are in the capital of the great state of Utah. It is time for the movie show top (gasps) ten Steve looks like he's just going to end it all. Can you imagine how that would sound in the rotunda? Oh, man. I mean, Mr. Treasurer, wouldn't that be a treasure for the state of Utah? That could bring down the house. To have. <laughs> no, Literally. They've, they've had the earthquake proofing done, yeah, so right. I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure it would even hold up under that. <laughs> I just try to imagine what the movie show Top Ten 
You know, I, Please, I, feel free. I put my heart and soul and my reputation and my throat into that. <laughs> and it's... It was, <laughs> officers are standing by. Get out there. Come on. <laughs> right. I already did it. We'll save it for next year. No, that'd be awesome. All right. Yeah. Okay. Chicken. We'll make special arrangements and they'll have the straight jacket ready to go. Okay. Number 10. This is sponsored by oh. Call Climate Services. Number 10. We're going to do this real quick. Yeah. Infinite Storm is number 10. Yeah. Great movie. Nobody saw it. Sing 2 is a great movie. Everybody's seeing it. Yep. It's made a ton of money. Spider-Man No Way Home. It is killing it. Over 800 million domestically right now. International numbers. Uh, 1.088 uh, billions. It's at 1889. It's almost at $2 yeah. billion. Incredible. Dog. This movie caught me off guard. I really liked it. X, I have not seen. Uh, it's, a, it's supposed to be a highbrow horror film. Yeah, whatever. Jiu-Jitsu is number five. Boy, just showing yeah. you the power of, of anime is yeah. really strong. Uncharted. We were disappointed by this movie, but yeah, what, what the heck. RRR, Rise, Roar, Revolt. This is a, another um, movie from India. Yeah. Okay. And then The Batman. It's making good money. It's over $335 million domestically. 341 dollars 676 And The Lost City, which, uh, you know, we were not in love with, but, uh, you know, it did about $31, $32 million. 36 now, and uh, domestic, 4 foreign. It's at 40 Okay. There you have the movie show Top 10. Believe it or not, this is actually sponsored by Call Climate Services. Shows you what a kind, generous, open-hearted, open-minded person Scott Call is. Or he never listens to the show. <laughs> he's never actually caught the the shtick itself. And by the way, Scott, very soon we need to have you hook us up to natural gas in Eureka. All right. Now. And by the way, Oscar picks, best I've ever done. I know you 22 really out of 23. You I, killed it. You really did. You killed it. I thought you would mock me this week, but you, no, no, I, you I, couldn't because I got I, them all right. I mock you every week. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.